Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 108 of the Hardly Millennial podcast, where we are young, dumb, and full of opinions. Opinions, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, uh, we out here in yeah. Vegas, and uh, they have quarantined Vegas now, or at least they are in the process. Of- yeah, it's it's not like official, but every day more and more stuff's getting shut down. Yeah, it's. <laughs> the fucking coronavirus. Dude. I'm pretty sure I saw we are in a state of emergency, but I don't. To be honest, I don't really know what that quite entails because we were out driving around today, and and things seem to be going on as usual. But uh, I know I read that a number of the MGM casinos closed, mm-hmm. uh, including including the one that I work at, the Mirage. Um, oh yeah, you're you're out of a job temporarily. I, yeah, temporarily I'm out of a job. Like I'll get it back as soon as everything's up and running again. But right now, um, yeah, there are no shows running. They're all closed. So mm-hmm. all of us performers are just um, SOL at the moment. Right. It's it's interesting what you said earlier about how when we went out earlier, it was fine. You know, it, it looked fine. Yeah. And that's a good point to make because if it looks you, it looks normal out there, guys. <laughs> and, and that's just it. If you Every time we wake up and we go on Facebook mm-hmm. or or just the internet in general, and you see these posts that are always like, "Hey, you know, th- this city's closing down. San Francisco's closing down. Vegas is closing down. Phoenix is closing down. Don't ever go out. People are homeschooling their children. Like yada 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 yada." I mean, my my roommate, old roommate Justin, you know, is yeah. on leave for two weeks. You know, because Nordstrom closed their stores, or or at least it might be a Chandler Mall thing uh, where we lived in I Arizona. Think it was just they closed the mall. Yeah, I think yeah. so. But 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 regardless. You hear all of these things, and if you're not going out, you're like, whoa, there's some crazy shit happening. (laughs) But let me tell you, if I had not heard about anything Mm -hmm. about the coronavirus, and then I was out driving, you know, or just out at a bar, wherever it was, like, it it would take me a hot minute before I realized there was anything going on until you had to go buy toilet paper until you had to go buy yep. toilet paper. Yes. <laughs> but like, but honestly though, cause we were outside and the, the road was still full of cars. Uh, I mean, the only thing is some places are busier because people are trying to, like you said, like the toilet paper or like dispensaries out here in Vegas right now have lines and shit because people are trying to stock yep. up. So, I mean, Otherwise, a lot. It just goes to show that a lot of it is mass panic, and I'm not trying to downplay the situation yeah. at all. I understand that it it is serious, and there are people who are dying. But from the this. the biggest, the funny thing is, is the the biggest, uh, the biggest impact that is being had is because of just the mass hysteria. Yes, it's not because of the virus; it's because of the hysteria. Yes, and that is the only reason that people are going crazy because. Uh, enough people got scared to uh, scared enough to go start, uh, you know, hoarding supplies and toilet paper mm-hmm. and other essentials. And then, you know, they drove the stock market crazy. And uh, yeah. here we are and we get to this point. And uh, doctors, if you talk, if you listen to the doctors uh, who work for the CDC and um, the officials at the CDC, they all say, like, look, wash your hands, take care, but stop freaking out. You do not need to be, you know, going this hysterical with it. Like you really just need to calm down, take a breath, you know, keep washing your hands, you know, watch touching your face. You keep hearing this. This is the same advice they keep giving. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face, you know, and that, because that really is it. That is all you need to know. You don't need to be, you know, rushing into the stores and trying to buy up all the water and toilet paper and other, you know, um, canned goods and whatnot. Yeah. You don't need to be doing that right now. Just, mm-hmm. you know, just be aware. That's it. Just be aware. And then people were like, Oh no, end of the world. Yeah. You know, it, it's funny. <laughs> I, I haven't looked into this at all, but do you think other countries are reacting the same way that we are? Like it, in regards to like the mass hysteria, like you had, you had, you had hordes of people going, I mean, you'd think it's black Friday for toilet paper. I haven't really looked, looked into it honestly, but the hasn't other, haven't other countries closed their uh, borders and everything and well, closed down. Everything isn't the U S one of the few countries that hasn't completely shut down um, the nation. Well, we, 
other places have shut down, mm-hmm. but I just mean in regards to the way people were reacting. Those are the ways that the governments are reacting. Yeah. But I mean, like, for example, here we had issues of just that people going out and buying hordes of toilet paper and paper goods in general and mm-hmm. you know, food in some cases. Um, so I'm just curious if those same situations, if that happened in Italy, were there people going to the supermarket in Italy and just buying hordes and hordes of uh, toilet paper and shit? Was that happening in any other countries in Europe? Was that happening in Asia at all? Or are we the only one that just completely freaked the fuck out the way that (laughs) we did? I would not be surprised if we were. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, truly, truly, I wouldn't be either. Yeah, I, I just... You know, and it's getting to the point, you know, the worst that uh, it's getting with the shutdowns and everything. It makes me think, is this actually a bigger problem that like, do we actually need to be concerned? Like, why are people behaving this way? I do not understand. But then, uh, like I said, again, I listen to the doctors and the CDC and all of them go, no, people are overreacting. It's like, OK, but the governments are shutting down. Yeah. So why? <laughs> you know, yeah. people, are you telling me all everyone is overreacting on a worldwide scale? This is ridiculous. And it, it's puzzling. It's confusing more than anything else. Well, I, I, I think a big part of it is the the mass hysteria through the media. And Mm -hmm. I think the internet is to blame for that. The last time we had a scare to this scale and I could be mistaken just due to my age, but I'm pretty confident the last time there was a scare like this was SARS. SARS. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, but even during SARS, I mean, again, I was very young and no, I haven't looked up information about SARS, but I don't think countries I don't think the world was closing down the way that it is right now with Corona. Mm-hmm. And from my knowledge of both, because SARS is a version of Corona too. Yeah. So it, from my knowledge of SARS versus COVID-19, there, COVID-19 supposed to, or SARS was supposed to be worse. I mean, you know? Yeah. And I think that's what they said. They said SARS uh, killed more people. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, th- but SARS, but it was- wasn't spreading as rapidly, I guess, as Corona. Well, that's I, what I, I heard that it wasn't spreading as rapidly, but, but my point was being that when SARS was coming, the internet was still very, very young. Okay. So I think, I think what our generation is experiencing was what us millennials are experiencing as well as the Gen Zers. Mm-hmm. Um, well, honestly, all the generations, but us millennials, I think getting to get the, the, the backhand of it all is we're like, we're, the, we're like the first born child, right? We're the Guinea pig. Mm-hmm. We're the first generation that, you know, really had the air and We joke all the time how we got best of both worlds, right? We played outside when we were younger, but then we also had the air net and video yeah, games and shit growing on. up. So I think when you, when you consider the fact that we're having one of these instances like SARS, but now the internet is in full swing. You know, people are internet famous. Everyone's trying to be a yeah. YouTuber. I mean, fuck us included. Yeah, but it also wasn't us the ones spreading the hysteria. <laughs> well, no, we're not that the ones the spreading media. the hysteria. But like we just said earlier, oh, but if you just say like we any, have access to that information. Yes, now. like oh, okay, but like we were you. stating at the beginning of this podcast, if you stay indoors and you just read online, regardless whether it's news or from other people, mm-hmm. it seems like the world is falling apart out there. It really does. But then you fucking <laughs> go out there and you drive around for a little bit, you know, or you and I went to the Vegas Strip the other day. Yeah. You're like, oh. Like people I, are still I really partying. expected us to go there and find it like empty. Yeah, and there were there were still people there shopping. There mm-hmm. were restaurants still open. You get. I actually yeah, made I, a vlog about it. Check out vlog number four, because <laughs> that's that's like literally what all that <laughs> vlog is about. And we even end the vlog just saying like, "Yo, you know, we came here just as you said. We came here expecting it to be empty or half dead, mm-hmm. and there were things that were closed. Sure, there yeah. was Purell everywhere. Yeah, and the casinos looked a little empty." Yes, for a weekend, for sure. Yeah. But I mean, life is still happening, guys. Yeah. You know, life still goes on. It's, um, it's, it's, just you know, na- yeah, that it's just making me frustrated because I'm like over here going, <laughs> why am I out of work? Yeah. Like, everything seems fine. Um, you know, and even people, uh, it says, it's it's said to only really affect you heavily if you have you know a pre-existing immune deficiency disorder or if you're like um, over the age or of if like you're 60, over the age yeah. of like 60 or 70 you know but 
isn't that any disease? Yes. Isn't that any <laughs> flu or any kind of virus? Aren't you always more susceptible to it if mm-hmm. you're an older age or if you have a de- uh, pre-existing deficiency? <laughs> Dude. So how is it any different? People, it's like people are stating facts and you're going, well, yeah. well that's and that's what's so funny dude like every time these things happen and whether it's you know mass hysteria due to a pandemic like this or if it's politics or what have you it's the things that get blown up the most are the things that people love to argue about and i saw that big time with this quote-unquote pandemic right Mm -hmm. I remember I posted something and this was, and I posted information that I had read online. Did I check if it was a reputable source? No, you know, I'll, I'll be straight out about that. But I posted something and I remember I had a bunch of people just like comment. This is Facebook, of course. So mm-hmm. like I had just tons of people commenting under there, just like arguing with me for no fucking reason. You know, and it's like, first of all, this isn't the point I was trying to make, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, but I, and not just on my wall, but I see this with other people too, who post things. And then somebody goes on there and goes, well, don't you know that the COVID-19 actually does this and this and this, and how dare you think I'm just like, holy fuck. That's why everyone's blowing up about this. Cause people love to argue about shit. Yeah. People are arguing about this fucking shit now. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's people, we, people we as a society are addicted. I don't, I don't know why. I don't we, know why everyone needs something to, to argue. Everyone needs a point we're to ad- get across. We're addicted to drama. We're addicted to conflict. That's true. I mean, look at, yeah. I mean, look at people and their obsession with reality TV and whatnot and the Kardashians. Like that makes sense. Well, <laughs> well that, and I always brought up, I remember when I was younger and had conversations like this, I would bring up high school, Mm -hmm. you know, and you look at high schoolers now and the things that they complain about and the things that are considered drama in their lives and what we scoff at it. Right. Because it's like, (laughs) you don't even fucking know yet. Mm -hmm. But the reality is the reason why that happens is because if there, I mean, we've seen this before with, with, uh, with a group of people we used to hang out with who were a little more well off, grew up a little more richy, you know, than your typical person. Oh, yeah, you're and what about, happened? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. always create drama when there is no drama. And we used to sit back and uh, both in high school and later in life with some of these people. And you used to sit, especially in high school though, and you, you used find- to sit back and you used to go like, really? We're creating drama about this. Well, if there's no drama in your life, you got to create it about something. Mm-hmm. That's why people who, who get so traumatized when they're younger for whatever reason are able to let things roll off their backs so easily mm-hmm. because they have the drama. They don't have to create it. They already have that conflict. Mm-hmm. We're addicted to conflict. That's what this is. Yep. No, I fully agree with you. Um, people who like, because you find that the people who actually have real problems in their life usually aren't worrying about, you know, the, this ticky tacky crap because no. they're like, I got better things to worry about. And the people who don't really have anything going on, those are the ones who are screaming the loudest and want to yes. be heard because they got nothing else to do. Uh, you know, and that's not true in all cases, of course, but of course you know, not. In this day and age, I'm seeing it a lot more often than not. <laughs> yes, for sure. Well, I mean, I, I think that also has to do why there's such an issue with uh, depression and anxiety within our generation and the younger generations coming up. Now, I could be wrong about this because I'm not sure about the situations in other countries with people our age and our generation in other countries. But what I can't speak of is for us Americans, you know, people who grew up here mm-hmm. and there's, there's constantly this, you know, we're all growing up with anxiety and depression. I am, I'm, you know, I'm very much included in that. You know, Mm -hmm. I've been very open about that. And, but the thing is, I was also going through the height of my anxiety and depression when I was, I, I think I explained my situation a little bit before in the last podcast, but I was living with somebody uh, pretty much uh, paying a little to no rent, you know, and I was living with my best friend at the time and yada, yada, yada. And there was like conflict and drama, but it was very minimal compared to like what some people go through. And I think a lot of people kind of find themselves in this situation where it's like things really aren't that bad in their life. So they kind of have to create this drama for themselves, you mm-hmm. know? And again, I'm not saying everybody's included in that. Everybody has their trauma and I'm not trying to 
to downplay anybody's trauma or anxiety or depression. I go through it myself for my own reasons. I'm just saying that I think we're kind of seeing this whole thing on a grand scale here when it comes to politics or right now this pandemic bullshit. But who knows? I could be completely full of shit too when it comes to that so it's just me talking out of my ass no but. sure no I, I definitely think there's there's a lot to that people will always you know try and make their lives a little more exciting if they don't have a lot going on um then that's definitely that's more definitely exciting, what people have dramatic. done with what not so much more exciting but just more dramatic you know well i mean but what's what's the point of the drama it's to add excitement and it's to add something different, I mean, whether that's, you know, excitement could be good or bad, whatever that's, you know, besides the point. But, you know, people always find something to add on um, mm. like this virus. People saw this going on and they're like, oh, my gosh, people are saying this virus is awful. So, you know, it all it all goes into this cycle. So people start going, oh, man, what about this virus? And the media is like, oh, people are wondering about this virus. We Mm -hmm. should find some more out about this. If they don't find out what they want to, that's going to get them the ratings that they want. They're going to exaggerate. Now, they might not find this harmful in the time, but Mm -hmm. they're going to do it. They're going to start exaggerating things. And then people are going to be like, wow, I was right to worry. Everybody worried this coronavirus. Now that that's adding to the drama. Now the media is going, oh, man, look at all this drama. We should act on this and it just keeps going into the cycle feeding yeah feeding each other right and we just get into this cycle so yeah people are creating you know that drama and we are responsible for it but we are also responsible for keeping calm and you know trying to keep each other's heads on straight Uh, i just don't see a lot of that happening especially just because of the state the country's in a lot of people want change and movement so yeah. <laughs> they're going to create something big to enact some sort of change or movement no right. matter what that is and i really feel like it being an election year they saw this and people just lunged at it they wanted something whether it was to distract them from all the politics and crap mm-hmm. going on or whether it was to enact change on the politics or whatever going on right you know either way all of this happened you know i feel like just through circumstance and where we are at at in the world right now and that's why this coronavirus blew up as big as it did yep. it's just that snowball effect was just that chain reaction of the state of mind people are currently in just with the world how it is today right uh yeah a lot of factors i'm sorry i just spit out so much there <laughs> this but, is a podcast yeah you're well allowed it was, to do it that. was a, there was a lot of factors that went into all of this blowing up i've been thinking about it a lot yeah. lately because i have had nothing but time bro that is that is literally <laughs> the story of my life anytime i rant about something and i always listen back to it and i'm like this actually what I, and i always think to myself i'm like what i'm saying actually does make sense i've just been mulling it over so much that i just like think other people understand points that like I don't say, but I'm mm. making, you know what I mean? Like then I listen back to it. I'm like, fuck, what the fuck am I even saying? <laughs> <laughs> right. But, I just get on these rants and I swear I have a point and just, I yeah, just, yeah, even yeah. I get away from it sometimes. Let me tell you, dude, <laughs> from my experience with this podcast, and it's unfortunate that I had like the kind of the five, six month hiatus that I did. Cause I feel like I'm trying to get back into the groove of it. But I remember when, I mean, this is episode 108. I remember back in Arizona when I was just reaching like episode 100. Mm-hmm. And at that point we were doing it like once a week, you know, and Matthew was still very heavily involved in such. And I remember I was going back and listening to some of the older podcasts. Specifically, I went back and listened to the very first podcast. Mm-hmm. And I listened to it, dude. And I was like, wow. I like, what the fuck? You know, it's like, <laughs> like, I, it's Bad. like, I didn't know how to talk. First of all, one thing that Matthew and I both did during mm-hmm. the very first podcast was we, tr- and we let up as the podcast went on, but we both started with like a radio voice. So if you oh, listen yeah. to the beginning of episode one of the Hardly Millennial podcast, you'll hear me go, all right, guys, how is everyone doing today? Uh, <laughs> this is the Hardly Millennial podcast. And, uh, and like, like, I just sound like I'm miserable <laughs> being on the podcast. <laughs> and it's like, and it's one of those things that, and, and it's funny, if you listen to any podcast uh, enough, 
you'll eventually that always ends up coming up from the host. The host will be like, yeah, if you go back and listen to my early podcast, I was a fucking idiot. You know, and I, I can only imagine what's going to happen a year from now, going back and listening to these, you and I are going to listen to this and be oh, like, geez. what the fuck is wrong with us? Probably. I mean, I just think <laughs> back on my past self and, you know, think that. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. No fucking kidding. God, I think back to two months ago and I'm like, God, what God. the fuck was wrong with me? Think back to yesterday, that peanut butter and jelly sandwich just <laughs> didn't seem like a good idea, man. What we're going to do about this coronavirus just a few months, like, yeah, what were, what was happening? I'm asking that now, like, what is happening? Every day I wake up and I, I just see more and more on it. And I'm yeah, like, well, I just keep expecting it to turn around. What was it, like a month ago? We were like... It's all going to just end next week or something. Dude, when it, and then it just kept happening. Well, that's just it. Well, like, I remember when I first heard about it, I was just like, okay. Like, ooh, another another virus. It's another Ebola. Because Ebola was the last Ebola, big one that H1 I remembered, N1, right? Yeah. Like, all of them. But I remember that. And then I remember, uh, and then I remember it was like a month into it and all of a sudden I was living in Arizona at the time, obviously. And I remember seeing something online that said the first the first known case of Corona was found in Tempe. And I was like, Oh, I mean, okay, whatever. You know, we had H1N1 that was here and Ebola was in Texas and all those other, you know, diseases. Mm -hmm. And same thing. I was like, okay, you know, but eventually it's just going to, you know, teeter out and everybody's going to be like, whatever. And then it didn't. And the next day came and all of a sudden it's like, Oh no, there's cases here and here and here. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. okay. It'll teeter out. And then it didn't. And then it didn't. And then even after moving here, you and I talked many times like, oh, everybody needs to stop getting on this coronavirus shit. It's going to teeter out eventually. And then it didn't. (laughs) And now and now you and I are just kind of to this point where we wake up every morning. We're like, all right, what what cities closed today? Right. And today it was Vegas. Yeah. Today, that was the article we woke up to. Yeah. And um, yeah. Well, Vegas, like like we said, Vegas isn't closed yet. It's not official. That, that okay? Yes, it's you're not right. officially. We we should stop saying that it's a, it's closed because it's not closed. Um, but a lot of we woke up this morning and we did find that MGM is closing all of its casinos yes. and resorts. That's a big deal. Well, I did see That's an a ar- big one. I did see an article that stated that Vegas had declared a, a state, state of, of emergency. emergency. Yes, you know? but so that that does that's not what it is. They didn't close. Yeah, you know, they're but. not closed yet. Well, it's a it's a slow build. <clears throat> yes. Um. Especially if this is just going to keep getting worse. I keep thinking, like, I'm just going to wake up and they're going to be like, look at that. We realized we were all freaking out. And for some reason, it just keeps getting worse. Well, it's. And I, I really, like I said, I'm so just baffled and confused by this whole thing. Well, it's it's definitely going to be a uh, gradual thing, I feel, because. I mean, that's that's how it even happened in China. Right. It built it, built it, built. And then they've just now announced that, hey, we're slowly letting people out. We don't have enough cases to fill the special hospitals we built and such. So they're slowly starting to integrate everybody back into society. Mm -hmm. And if China's doing that, that's proof that eventually the virus is just going to teeter out, you know. But for the thing I always just get worried about in America, honestly anybody but governments especially the american government especially were very um known to is that the word yeah we're we're known to capitalize on disasters and issues like this you know so oh absolutely you know so that's what i worry about mm-hmm. i worry about like oh well we can use this as an excuse to close down the government you know, and yeah. then all of a sudden martial law happens and yada, 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 yada. I'm sure the conspiracy uh, theorists are having yeah. a field day about that kind of shit. <laughs> I just I, I just keep <clears throat> telling myself, like, there's no way it could get to that point. But I also didn't think it would get to this point where yeah. I'm out of work. <laughs> do you think uh, do you think at all this is uh, chemical warfare? I I think there's always that possibility. I think there's, you know, because. You listen to all the conspiracy theorists, and a lot of them are out there. Um, uh-huh. But there are you got to imagine that the government keeps a lot from. I mean, look at the way we are reacting to this virus. You think that the government would ever tell us about aliens with the way that we're behaving to <laughs> That's this a lot virus? Of, that a lot actually, of people have made that point. Yeah, yeah that actually isn't a, a big deal. Like, all right, so I truly believe there are things that are kept from us. So even if it was chemical warfare, mm-hmm. people are saying North Korea released this. Um, because they said they were giving us a Christmas gift and that's the big thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's what people are clinging to, but you know, 
I think any one of these things, they could be just as real as they could be unreal. Yeah. You know, to me, it's like 50-50 because you never know what kind of crap the government is into. That's true. You don't know what kind of things you don't know about. Um, so, you know, I, I leave it up to people. But if you want proof that the government would not tell you, the people something because they couldn't handle it, take this yeah. for a great example. Yeah. Look at the way we are reacting to this. What would happen if the government came out and said alien life exists? Mm-hmm. You know, what What kind of panic would ensue then? Yeah. Uh, you'd have religions just an uproar. You'd have <laughs> cities burning down. The Vatican would probably be trashed. You know, yeah. there would be all this crap going on. That's true. Um, right. So just, just imagine that for a sec. So now really think like what the government probably doesn't tell you because they know this will happen. Yep. <laughs> So and that's what leads me more to the belief that this is done for a reason and this hysteria is done for a reason because I think they know what they're doing. Yeah. I think they know they're inciting a panic. I just don't know why they're doing it. Well, I think it is being done for a reason. I think someone's fanning the flames somewhere. I just don't know why and that concerns me. Well, there's I want to know why this is getting to the point it is. <laughs> well, there's a theory and I'm more keen to believe this one than other ones because I believe that every single time there was panic about some kind of uh virus, like Ebola. Ebola was a very like I understood swine flu, I understood bird flu, I understood all the other ones. Ebola was the only one that I was very like I don't get why this is a thing. I think it was because they found like one case of it in the U.S. No, well, it, it was it was a thing out. before they found the case in the U.S. Right? Really? Yeah, I, I remember. I remember where I was working at the time. I remember yeah, our break room having just TVs, just nothing about the... Uh, Ebola was one that just sort of popped up one day, and I was like, what is this? That's my <laughs> point, though. It popped up. It was here for like a month, and mm-hmm. then it went away. You know, and everybody was asking the question, okay, well... What was happening that they were trying to distract us from, right? So those are what I believe. I believe every single time there was a pandemic, very rarely is it an actual issue. I mean, it's always an issue because people always do end up dying, you know, Mm -hmm. to some extent from it. But as far as the mass hysteria and what's happening right now with Corona, it's, it's always a matter of what are you distracting us from? So in, on a mass scale and the issue of the world closing down, my question is like, what the fuck is happening that requires us to shut the world down? Yeah. You know, that's what I want to know. That's a very and good we, question. We found this coronavirus and we're like, that's how we're going to, and they go, that's how we're going to do it. We're going to, we're going to, this is the, our chance to do it. That's what I think is happening. Mm-hmm. You know, that's I'm, the conspiracy theorist in me. Well, like but, I said, that's just, I think that's just as likely of a scenario as it is unlikely yeah um i i think uh i think they very well could have you know used that opportunity to shut down some countries and Mm -hmm. possibly be doing stuff that they don't want us to know about yeah you know we don't know we have no idea you have no you have no way of knowing anyone who thinks that they know 100 percent sure what their government is doing is being completely ignorant and naive because none of us know we couldn't know they would never tell us nope that's the way the world works unless they made a mistake Mm -hmm. it's the only way we would ever know if a mistake was made yeah (laughs) i mean fuck they do so many things now that just go under our noses like every single time i mean the clintons are the most notorious for this but any single time a politician has to go to court for something and somebody's going to testify against them they also just mysteriously die Mm -hmm. you know i mean like this shit happens under our noses all the fucking time Mm -hmm. and we just let it happen the closest we got to not letting it happen was the epstein shit and even now that's just become a meme <laughs> you know it's like it's so you're right you're right it's, it's just as possible as it is not possible yeah but you know what the fuck ever at, at this point like bring it <laughs> right that's what i'm saying at least you know if we were heading into an apocalyptic event give me something real like some zombies type stuff like yeah. what it, uh, this feels like a fake this feels like a fake 
news pandemic like absolutely <laughs> i don't know how else to call it it's a fake news pandemic it feels like a bad sequel to Conta- the movie contagion yeah <laughs> it's what it feels uh, like <laughs> it's like all the freak out but like n- over nothing yeah. you know <laughs> no dude it's it's ridiculous it's it's like a sheep in wolf's clothing you know, that's yeah. what it feels like. It comes down to people just need to chill the fuck out is, mm-hmm. is really what it is. You know, I mean, we're just causing so much issues. Schools closing down and jobs closing down. And I, I heard today that Trump wants to send everybody a check, you know, like a thousand dollars. Yeah, but how would something. we even do that, though? What do you mean? Like, where would that money come from? The, the government. Yeah, I know. But the, I mean. I I mean this is where I always get confused like we're trillions and trillions of dollars in debt like how how could we even afford to do that Well we're in debt to others So True. I'm in debt or well this is a bad example <laughs> Well hold on this is a bad example just because I'm unemployed right now It just it just drives like it's the same thing with but, like Bernie wanting to you know send everyone to college like where's the money come from well, like like I said, it's you know there there are people who you know I use I'm employed I'm unemployed right now, but I mean there was a point where I was working and always had money, but I was severely in debt, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean I don't know how that would work on a global scale. I mean we we do have our our imports, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, our exports, but I mean imports or is it exports? If it goes out from our country, it's an export, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So an export, we have our exports. <laughs> <laughs> so we have like that shit and everything. So that's how we, you know, make that money. And plus there's a federal budget that's decided on every year. We even went, uh, we closed down the government one year because yeah, we but couldn't fucking that's, decide that's the thing, a one. budget. Yeah. Yeah. So where in the budget are we taking this money from? That's why, that's what I want to well, know. I want to know where's this money going to come from? Well, there's, there's already I'm not a- arguing that like we may or may not have, I mean, Period. The U.S. Oh, doesn't just, really have any actual money. Oh, you mean just where the money's coming? Yeah, where from are they going to pull that? Yeah, where are they going to pull that from? Oh, just I mean, uh, where do you think the the oil, the the business of oil? Um, like I said, the few exports that we have, the there's a lot of places we get it. Uh, it's like we're just slowly making payments yeah, to other countries just, and other yeah, things. That's just like money punching too. us in the stomach and then putting a bandaid on our arm. It's, well, yeah, that's what. So what credit is. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> don't ever get a credit card if you if you don't have to. Yeah. But but no, I mean like I like I said, I don't know the details of where we get the money, but I, I understand the concept of it. Yeah. And in regards to like I mean in, in this round, what we would probably do is if we I don't know how much money they decided to use this year, but if they were like, Hey, we're gonna use three billion dollars, you know, for our budget this year. And they choose a billion of that to give, you know, to the people. Mm-hmm. Well, it just means that whatever that billion was originally going to go to, it now can't go to that or they're going to have to allocate it to something else. So it's just, just about prioritizing now. I would just love if we could go on a rent freeze. <laughs> I would love if I could just like not have yeah. to pay my rent for a well, month I, or so until this blows over. <laughs> I made a post about that today. I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, you know, the, the places, jobs are shutting down. They're telling people, to stay inside but i guarantee the apartment complexes are still expecting their rent yeah i guarantee the cell phone companies aren't going to tell you you know what you don't have to pay your bill yeah you know i i know there are some companies out there that are making those allowances and and good on them Mm -hmm. but that's why i think it's bullshit to just decide to close down businesses or tell people like hey stay indoors like bitch i have to fucking eat yeah like i you want me to do that Fine. Then tell all these businesses that I can't pay them for the foreseeable future because you've decided that we need to shut things down, mm-hmm. you know, and that, and that's the backhand of all of this. Yeah. And that's why Trump is talking about, you know, wanting to give people money to kind of offset that, you know, balance. Yeah. But people won't take it because it's from Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Or they'll, they will take it and they'll be like, I hate you, Trump. <laughs> give me that. Yeah, dude. The whatever. Trump could fucking cure. Trump, by his own hands, could come up with the cure for cancer, and you'd still have people saying, "Fuck him." Yeah, you know, it's like what the. Oh yeah, they'd be like, "I don't trust that." I just don't. (laughs) I just don't care anymore. Yeah, I don't either. But before we turn this into a political, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, we're not going that way. Um, But um, 
But on the bright side, though, we we have time to get stuff done, like all these podcasts. That um, has been nice. Yeah, we've we've been uh, working on getting streaming stuff going. We're gonna yeah. stream some Rocket League. Yeah, we're, we're we've been playing a lot of Rocket League. <laughs> it's, it's definitely taking some time, but we're yeah. trying to do that. It's but it's been it's been nice actually having stuff to occupy our time. Like use this time wisely, guys. Like you, <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I was never I never thought I would ever well, first of all, I never thought I would, you know, get into the business of trying to become a YouTuber in general. Mm-hmm. But I never especially Let's Plays though. I never thought I would be a streamer, somebody who streamed games, you know. But I I I forget though like I remember once I started playing games again like I do have a, a great love for playing video games you know mm-hmm. so much so to oh, you where, always did when we were younger exactly well and I've even told you before that I always feel like I have to choose like two or three games a year to play because I'll just get so involved in them mm-hmm. and I got to this point where I was thinking to myself like well wh- why am I limiting myself here why don't I just like if I'm going to be playing them anyway, why not just stream myself playing them? Yeah. So now I'm just kind of getting to this point to where I'm going to be, you know, this non gamer that's going to start streaming gaming, <laughs> but simply just because I miss doing it. Yeah. You know, I miss fun. gaming. I used to do it. Like you said, we used to do it so much when we were younger, mm-hmm. but you get older and you kind of, you know, and no fault to our parents, but you know, nobody thought you'd be able to make a living in that later on in life. Oh yeah. So you I, shift your focus to other things. I remember how cool it was when I heard a kid I used to coach, uh, and he said, "I want to be." A Thomas YouTube- used to coach gymnastics, by the way. I did. I used to. I was a gymnastics coach. Um, but what was I saying? Oh yeah. Uh, but the kid said to me, "He goes, I want to be a YouTuber when I grow up." And I kind of laughed at first, and then I immediately thought, "I was like, oh man." People actually do make money at this now. Like that is a job you can have. Like that. Now that, here that you are, crazy. Thomas. Now this was this was uh, this was like six years ago. Maybe right. this kid told me this. So you know, I know now. Like it's become much much bigger. But even back then, it was just now becoming like a thing to make money making YouTube videos. Yeah, it was still a rarity. Yeah, for it, sure. yeah. Now it's become way more common. But yeah, back then that was like the first time I had heard a kid say, I want to be a YouTuber. And I was like, well, that's actually very achievable goal, man. Like, go for that. <laughs> it's it's a very interesting. It's a very interesting career to try to get involved with. And one thing I'm learning from it, and this is something because it's completely subjective, completely subjective. But it also if you do not have a desirable talent. Mm-hmm that people or skill that people want to to watch then you have to rely on transparency so that's where i struggle with and you and i have talked about this Mm -hmm. before where i have a lot of of my own demons that i don't talk about in vlogs or anything but really the youtubers that do well out there are the ones that you know air out their dirty laundry, you know, on the internet for people to see. Cause just as you said, people like the reality show kind of concept of it. That's really what it is. You're creating your own reality show. Um, so it's, it's, and I've never heard of a line of, what's of, of, of a business in which that was one of the things you needed in order for it to operate well. Mm-hmm. Was that kind of transparency or understanding the balance between transparency and, you know, privacy type of deal? You yeah. know what I mean? It's so it's been very interesting in those regards. But I mean, I learned I learn more and more about this shit every single day. And it's very, very intriguing to learn about. And also you feel really good when you master something. I mean, fuck. Say what you will about TikTok. Let's talk about TikTok for a second. OK, so. <laughs> say say what you will about TikTok, mm-hmm. but I I I downloaded the app and was just like, let's see what this app's about. Like a lot of people my age, mm-hmm. and then you're scrolling through videos, and then all of a sudden you make a video, and you're like, oh, you know, got a couple of views, couple of likes on that. And then all of a sudden you make another one, and you're like, <laughs> oh, a couple more views, couple more likes. You know what? This this feels pretty good. 
You know, how, how can I capitalize on that? How can I get more likes? So you know, let's see if I can get a hundred likes this next video. And then you make another video and you don't get likes at all. And you're like, okay, okay. Why didn't that video not do well? But this video did do well. Mm -hmm. Maybe if I tried doing something like, and all of a sudden becomes this fucking game, this game for clout. Clout is your winnings, you know, yeah. it's, it's very odd, but th that's how this all works in general from both TikToks, the smallest scale of it, you know, mm -hmm. we're kind of like medium there when it comes to like the film business and then TikTok, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just that it's about creating, you know, content that people like and everything, but that journey in creating popular content is, is very, very interesting. It's very intriguing. Yeah, it's uh, it's very interesting watching everyone try and figure out the algorithm and make the right video. Well, or, we do it ourselves. What? Know? We do it ourselves. Oh, yeah, we do it ourselves. Yeah. I mean, go look at our TikToks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, uh, we just like keep to the trends and stuff. You know, I, I started making them just because they were enjoyable yeah. and a uh, good way to kill time. And then, yeah, it is. But it is fun and it is a little bit of a rush when you see all those views and stuff mm -hmm. go up and it is very possible on TikTok, which is nice. Yeah. And I think the biggest part about it, and I like to look at more of the optimistic side of social media and the things that it helps us with and helps us gain. Just in general, you just do. In, yeah. Yeah. Just in general, because so many people like to focus so much on the negatives of social media. I like to look at what good is it doing? I look at TikTok and I look at a lot of people who are being seen for the first time who are, are getting their little talents seen, are able to, you know, whether it's just something, being them go their goofy selves, mm -hmm. um, they get to just do that and uh, get shown to a lot of people. And I feel like that's very, you know, just be, I, being a, a student of communications in college and studying like the way people interact and communicate, I see it as a very, uh, a very healthy growth uh, tool mm -hmm. uh, just to be able to, have people go, Hey man, that's awesome. Or, Hey, you're really funny. Or, Hey, you have some goofy facial expressions, no matter how dumb or simple the video is, everybody gets their audience. Mm -hmm. Everybody gets their clout. Everybody gets their, their 15 minutes of fame or more like five minutes of fame with social media. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, and I, if to anyone who, you know, does this stuff just for the fame and stuff, I'd say <laughs> just stop doing that. Just do it to be goofy, do it to be fun. Yeah. And you know, and then let your following come from that. And then it at least feels more real and authentic. Well, it's, uh, that's what I enjoy using it for. I just enjoy using it to be goofy, fun and let loose and be that person. You know, you're not usually, you're not usually able to be when you're out in public, mm -hmm. you know, and that's what you use that platform for. Um, the people, and that's why introverts love it is because we love attention. We just don't, we just want it from afar. <laughs> you know, we, we want you to love us, but we want you to scream at scream, scream it to us, you know, right. from a mile away. You know? I feel, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, and it's funny because that's where you and I definitely differ, you know, and, and not just on the introvert extrovert stuff, but like you were saying that you do it just because, you know, you enjoy doing it. It's fun. You get to be goofy on it and such. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying I don't do it for those reasons, but the whole YouTube adventure and new media adventure in general mm -hmm. is just this point of like, I just enjoy like learning stuff about it mm -hmm. like what works what doesn't work why is this video not doing well but all of a sudden this video did you're interested well. in like the inner workings of it the actual like yeah. process of growing it the, yeah. the, you know like i like, like the culture. it's like yeah yeah it's like i i like planting the seed and just kind of watching it grow and seeing if i can make it into this beautiful flower you know yeah which uh you know, I don't know. I'm at a hundred subscribers already, so we'll see what happens. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, but that's why I like being involved in every aspect of it is that's why, you know, even if I, though I suck at, you know, right now making the vlogs, you know, I, I my, my strong point is definitely the podcast, mm -hmm. but that's why I want to be involved in all of it. I'm like, you know, look, fine, let's do podcasts. Let's do vlogs. We, we just talked about how we want to do the streaming things, how I want to do more of the game streaming things. Uh, you know, and we've talked about too doing other little, uh, doing skits and short films are down the road. And we've yep. also talked about doing other little tiny shows to put on the channel as well. Yeah. It's that stuff's really fun to me. And I'm just like, all right, let's, let's do a little bit of all of that. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I'm at too. Let's just let's just you know dip our toes in uh, all the pools, if yeah. you will. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
So uh, changing gears here, but just on another subject. Mm. Uh, so Thomas had already seen it, but I saw the last Star Wars movie. Oh, yeah. We night. watched that last night. Rise of Skywalker. Um, look, the I understand the movie just came out on video. I get that. Um, but it's been in theaters for a while. If you're a diehard Star Wars fan, you've, you've seen it already. So there are spoilers because I'm not going to not talk about it. Spoiler alert. So, yeah. So if you don't want spoilers for Rise of Skywalker, then, you know, stop watching this and, you know, come back and I'll write a time code at the bottom so people know when to come back to the podcast, I guess. But anyways, I fucking hated it. <laughs> like, fuck. Maybe not. Maybe hates a strong word, but it definitely did not feel like, I don't know. It's not even that it didn't feel like Star Wars. I just thought it was poorly done, poorly written, poor. I, I liked the visuals mm-hmm. in it, you know, Palpatine on that fucking mechanical arm mm-hmm. thing at the end. Like I was like, oh, okay. All <laughs> right. It looks fucking badass. Some of the framing that they had in there when he was coming down and where yeah. he's standing there all epic. Like, like that shit lo- was fucking cool. That shit was fire. I enjoyed it. Yeah. But you know, it's, but the, we we got to this point where we're just able to heal everybody now. Oh yeah, you know, and well, I don't know. Let me say this: I think um, the Force Awakens, the Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker. I think all of three of those were a train wreck as far as story goes. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think they ended it the best way they possibly could, trying to tie together all the little loose strings they put out. I think they had this idea of a story, and then it got all so intertwined as they changed writers like five different times when it was J.J. Abrams, then it was supposed to be Colin Trevorrow, and then it was um, Ryan Johnson, and then it was supposed to, I don't know, there was like five other directors listed uh, as possible um directors of the last one and then they just went with jj abrams again i think the story got so muddled and they just were trying to find ways to tie it all together cleanly yeah um so when i got to the end of it when i saw it in theaters i just walked out of it and i said well yeah i think that's the best they could have done as far as trying to tie everything together you know you had to do the leo was a a trained uh jedi in order to make you know certain things make sense make sense in the storyline right uh so when they made certain decisions like that, I was like, okay, that's dumb, but okay. You know, I see they're just trying to tie everything together. That's what it looked like to me. It looked like they were just trying to tie everything together, put in a few throwbacks in there, and then call it good. Well, <laughs> and and that was their biggest issue. I just got done talking to a friend about this where it seemed like Disney wanted to do this thing where they were going to let each director have – creative freedom to an extent mm-hmm. right so jj abrams doing the force awakens he wrote his story for how he felt star wars would go yeah. and it was a good set off point i'll give him that it was a little bit of a rehash of a new hope but jj abrams has even admitted to that um the last jedi all funny enough a lot of star wars fans hated it but i you and i loved it yeah we thought I, it was great. I really enjoyed it um but again, they wanted Ryan Johnson to come on and he wrote his own version. Um, that's where they fucked up. They, they fucked up by giving every director creative freedom in doing what they wanted. Yeah. So the problem was you had J.J. Abrams who was like, I know what I want to do for the next three movies. But he was only able to do one, at least at the time. Yeah. He was only going to be doing that one. And then Ryan Johnson came in, had to piggyback off of J.J. Abrams' story. And changed it. And like, then J.J. Abrams had to do could. that again <laughs> with Ryan Johnson at the end. Yeah. So what they should have done, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. what they should have done is had an outline of like, here's where we wanted to go. Here's what we want to have happen. Here's how we want the seventh movie to go. Here's how we want the eighth one. Here's how we want the ninth one. And then you bring in the directors and they can change up things a little bit here and there if they want. But at least there was an outline to follow. Yeah. But you couldn't do this thing of like having everybody piggyback off of the other person. That's what I mean about the storyline just being a train wreck. It's just they didn't know where they were going with it and they did their best at the end just to try and tie it up neatly. Yes. And there were also things that I guess was canon in the novelization of Star Wars that a friend was telling me about that if they had even just made mention just even with a, a quick little quip or sentence in the movie, it would have made it much make much more sense. So like when they were talking about Ray's father, mm-hmm. right? And 
they were like Ray's father is Palpatine's son, you know, or they they didn't specifically say that. They actually said Ray is Palpatine's granddaughter, right? Yeah, they didn't say if it was daughter. Exactly. So the what bothered me about that was I sat here trying to rack my brain of a wrinkly old yellow-eyed Palpatine fucking <laughs> some poor old broad, you know, rape or not. Either way, it was a train wreck to think about, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, come on, come on. That fucking didn't happen. But then a friend brought up to me the canon uh, or the novelization that's canon, and it was that Palpatine's quote-unquote son was supposed to be a failed clone mm-hmm. of him, apparently, at, yeah. at least as far as what he tells me. I haven't fact-checked this at all. But so, but but if they have just if they had just said that, just took a sentence in that movie and was like, you know, Ray, your father was a failed clone of Palpatine gone rogue. I would be like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> but they didn't do that. <laughs> it was like it was like they wrote it as his being as like full on biological had sex, had a son, had a daughter, mm-hmm. like granddaughter in the movie, mm-hmm. and then it felt like somebody came in afterwards with the novelization. It was like. Ah! <laughs> he's a clone let's let's do clone instead yeah you know like there's just a lot of things like that and somebody and somebody brought up to me too that the the fact that they were able to like heal each other you know using the force and everything that that is actually like oh that was a power in the books yeah a power in the books exactly yeah. well and it, it was the same I knew that it was the same way I felt, you know, when people had gripes about the last Jedi, when uh, Luke showed himself at the very end and there, you know, and Ryan Johnson, I think was only made a Twitter post where he actually went into like the book and was like, Oh look right here. It says they can do that. Mm-hmm. So again, I understand that those were powers that the Jedi always had, but this was my issue with it is whether that is canon or not, whether that is lore or not, you spent six fucking movies. Yeah, they would have had to bring nobody, it up at some point. Yep. Nobody did any of this. It was maybe I the fact that you could bring somebody from the back from the dead, I think, was mentioned once mm-hmm. in Revenge of the Sith by Palpatine when he was talking about Darth Plagueis, right? Yeah. So but otherwise all this other shit that all of a sudden that you could do with the force was never ever mentioned yeah. or utilized. No, that was the problem I had with it. Wasn't that it, it you guys I, I knew when they brought up the force healing, I, I had read a few of the books and I knew that there was force healing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was my problem. I was like, you never brought that up. So if you're looking at this from a cinematic standpoint, a lot of people, most people have not yes. read the books and wouldn't yeah. know that. So but, automatically they're going to be like, well, what is this shit? Yeah. That was my whole thing with it as well as you had to have brought it up earlier on. That's what well, that was also my thing with Leia being the Jedi. I was like, there was no even hint to it. Yeah. There was no even just like throwback. Like, Oh, remember when Leia trained as a Jedi for a while? You know, there was nothing like that. <laughs> you had to do that at some point in order to just make that make sense a little better, but they never did. You can't just throw something randomly in there and then be like, well, that works. Yeah, exactly. It just seems lazy to me. And that was my biggest issue. Like Mm. I said, it felt like a cop out. It felt lazy. Yeah. It felt like, okay, well we need her to die and then we need her to come back. How can we do that? Oh, well there's this thing here that says that we can do it like this. So let's do that instead of like coming up with a more maybe creative way to go Mm. about the story to where you didn't have to do all that kind of shit. Yeah. But Look, I it, it may very well be one of those movies that I go back and watch and maybe I'll just end up liking it more the more I watch it. And I totally get people not, you know, them putting things in there that's part of the that where there are things that are novelized that are canon that they kind of include into the films that you won't know unless you've read books or read some of the lore or canon shit offline. So I get that because I do that with Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not so much with it because that was a little different books based off or movies based off books. But a lot of like some of the other shit, you know, it's there's if you go onto like Pottermore.com and shit, they have tons of lore that weren't ever in the books, stuff that's mentioned in the movies. that's never in any of the books, especially the new Fantastic Beasts movies. Mm-hmm. So I get it because Harry Potter is my Star Wars. Yeah. But if but just from. A, a subjective standpoint is some, or an objective standpoint is somebody who's only watched the movies, you know, from Phantom Menace all the way to Rise of Skywalker. It it just 
did not bode well with me no. as far as ending that Skywalker saga. For me, though, I'm just excited that the Skywalker saga is done. Yes. And yes. I'm excited for us to move on. I hear they really want to do like a Jedi Origins type of story thing. And mm. I am all about that having to do with like the great Jedi and all of that. I'm I am 100% game for that. Yeah. Um, I love the universe. I'm just happy that we're moving out of the, <laughs> the Skywalker the Skywalker thing. I love Mandalorian. Uh, I'm just tired of hearing like the same story. Everyone has said the same thing for years that they want more of the Jedi, and we've gotten nothing more with the Jedi. Yeah. So if they do the Jedi origin story, I think they're going to see a big uprise in you know, Star Wars fans again are because I know they I know they announced the this this Jedi project of theirs. Is it supposed to be a string of movies or a TV show? Well, all right. So the original plan, I think, was Ryan Johnson has his own trilogy for um, the Grey Jedi. Uh-huh. I have heard that things have changed with that. Um, I don't know what's rumor and what's fact, so I, I can't say anything for certain. Uh-huh. But I believe that they still want to do it, but Ryan Johnson might not be connected to it anymore. Um, and then, I don't know, they might be even expanding it as part of a Disney Plus thing. So I have no idea at this point, but I am pretty confident that they are going to try and do that at some point. I just don't know when, and especially with the stock market and whatnot being what it is. Who <laughs> yeah. knows when these films and projects will actually get made now. Um, Cause this guys, you don't understand this coronavirus is affecting a lot of things oh, yeah. finance wise, you know, even in Hollywood, I'm sure I'm sure oh, yeah. they're hurting cause they, well, maybe not. Their streaming services are probably doing bomb. Well, there's <laughs> true, true. But but as far as like production on things, I know. Yeah. Like so, I remember just a, just a, a well, couple. Also, you can't have a large set full of people when you're yes. trying to prevent coronavirus. Exactly. So I'm sure, a lot of them have postponed production on things as well. Yeah, but I've actually I've also read that a lot of them actually aren't. Also, like I think Vin Diesel talked about how for Fast and Furious Nine, yes, they're making a ninth one, um, for. I think it's nine, nine or eight, whatever nine. fuck they're at. They just did eight. Okay. Well, they're at nine now. <laughs> so he, he announced that they're not stopping production. Um, there was, a, I think a Disney movie, like it might be a Disney movie. I could be wrong about that. That announced that they're not stopping production on a certain movie that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are a few that have come out and they're like, no, nah, no, nah, we're going to keep going ahead. But I have also read other ones that are like, no, nah, no, nah, we're going to stop. So I think it just depends on the locations they're shooting at. Cause any, cause a lot of movies shoot, you know, in London and a lot of movies shoot in Asia. They and, all got to go to West Virginia. Yeah. The, yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. So West Virginia, everybody is the one state that has no reported cases of the coronavirus at all. I call as, as of today, at least they don't I call bullshit. like this coronavirus is really just fucking up a lot of shit, man. That's another thing too. Like, I enjoy having this time to like really focus on, you know, the, the, the streaming stuff and the YouTube stuff and everything. But one of the things I was hoping would happen from moving out here, and I know it will eventually just right now we're at a weird point, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> one of the things I was hoping for was to kind of, you know, force myself to go out more and be a little more sociable and everything. And then I move here and it's like, nobody leave. Everybody (laughs) stay in your homes, social distancing, everybody. And I'm like, where were you the past six years when I was doing just that? (laughs) And now when I want to go out and see people, you're like, no, 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 no. Stay indoors guys. (laughs) Don't fuck with other people right now. And I'm like, all right, well, I have plenty of practice in that, so oh, here boy. I am. Mm. <laughs> <Jeez>. <sighs> oh man, dude, I agree, dude. It's, it's been it's one, a hell of a time. One weird couple weeks, man. <laughs> weird couple weeks, but I mean, what can you do? Yeah, you have to you have to kind of go with whatever society says is going on or going to happen right now or what have you. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I guess we'll see. What are you going to do? <laughs> uh, just try and stay positive, I guess. Like I said, we just working and doing what we can. Yeah. Fuck. Well, 
I don't know what else to talk yeah, about man. right now. I, I was just like, I was just <laughs> I was like, my brain covered, for another topic. But yeah, yeah we, I was basic. That's about it. I was like, we covered coronavirus and we covered Star Wars, <laughs> which would basically be the two things we've talked about mostly yeah, the past like week or so. Well, Star Wars just really the last couple days. But the and coronavirus TikTok, we just talked been, about TikTok. <laughs> yeah, TikTok too. Yeah. But I mean, those are really been the only things fucking going on. See, and that's what I mean. It's There's like just not much going on. <laughs> yeah, it's like that was just it. Like even before when doing the podcast, there were points where like even though I wasn't going out a lot, you know, I still had to leave my house to go to my job. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those, you know, th- those would present situations and uh, circumstances for me to tell stories about later on. Mm-hmm. It's like, but when you're just told like, hey, stay in your house. Yeah, it's like you're right. All we could really do was talk about TikTok, Star Wars, and coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, uh, I've got I've got some movies that um, we can watch, and next time we can talk about since we're gonna be doing more podcasts more yeah. frequently. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'd say the next one I'm I'm gonna try and get us some movie to, movies to watch and. Uh, get some new things to talk about. Uh, yeah. But yeah, guys, just while this coronavirus stuff is going on, keep yourselves busy. Yeah. Uh, be healthy. Exercise in your home. It's not an excuse to be a lazy piece of shit. We've been we've been working out. That's true. I try to work out every other day right now as much as I can. And then, yeah, I mean, hopefully we just don't run out of toilet paper or something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, we're at an hour anyway, so this is actually a good place to stop the podcast. Great. You know, short, sweet to the point this time around. I hope you guys enjoyed it. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember to like and subscribe and share uh, the Hardly Millennial YouTube channel. Do it. Um, we have, uh, both of us have four vlogs on there. Yes. Um, we have a hundred and after this one, we'll have 108 podcasts for you to listen to now. So you can get caught up on that. Remember you can find our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google play. That's the other one. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think that's all the announcements I have. Do you have any final thoughts, Thomas? Uh, just guys. Keep your head up, uh, smile, and uh, we're going to get through this. We're going to get through this, guys. All right. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We love you. We'll see you next time.